Hello, this is Bhavyashree and you are listening to the Fighter Beings podcast. Today, in this episode, I am going to talk about the celebrities. I know you had this question in your mind that I had written something else on the name of this episode like the big cats and talking something here like celebrities, right? This is because, in my opinion, these big cats are the real celebrities of the jungle. Oh, is it? If you don't think so, then why all these people spending lots of money going to the safaris just to visit these big cats? Doesn't this make them the real celebrities? Oh, okay, but we can also see these big cats in the zoo. What makes the difference? Yes, we can see these big cats in the zoo which are in the captivity, but we will not get anything about those big cats which are in the captivity except their name. But if you go into the forest, for these big cats, you can be able to get to know something about these big cats, maybe the way they are living in that forest or its lifestyle. Okay, but is that important to know the lifestyle of these big cats? Of course it is important to know the lifestyle of these big cats because we need to conserve them, which is always interlinked with the conservation of the forest. I think now you got my point, right? So, now let's get into the topic of big cats, the real celebrities of the jungle. Before getting into the lifestyle of these big cats, let us know something about these big cats. What are the big cat species that we actually know? We know that these tigers, lions, cheetahs, jaguars and leopards belong to these big cat species categories, right? But there are many other big cat species like cougars, puma and many more. But the most famous big cats are these five big cats which I had said just now. These are famous all over the world. Out of those five big cats which are famous, there are only three big cat species that are existing in India right now. And they are tigers, lions and leopards. There are no cheetahs and jaguars existing in India right now. Once upon a time, in India, there are abundant number of cheetahs. But when there is the king's rule in India, these kings hunted these cheetahs and some of the kings even kept these cheetahs as their pets. When these cheetahs are in the captivity, they were not allowed to breed, which made these cheetahs extinct right now. But now our Indian government is planning to reintroduce these cheetahs into the Indian wildlife. So let's hope that this should get successful. Coming to these jaguars, jaguars are not native to India. So they don't have any natural habitat in the Indian wildlife. Maybe because of the climatic conditions that this jaguar can't be able to survive in India. Now this jaguar is seen in some parts of Central America. And coming to these leopards, leopards are abundant in number in India right now with the name of Indian leopards. We can actually see these leopards in each and every forest or in the national parks that are existing in India. If you see all these three 
be cat species that is cheetahs leopards and jaguars it is very difficult to distinguish that which cat belongs to which cat species because they look similar all these three have the spots on their body from a distance all that spots are same so it is very difficult for us to identify that whether it is cheetah or a leopard or a jaguar but if you know a little things about these three big cats then it is very easy to identify them even if they are at a certain distance for the cheetahs there are spots all over its body on an yellow fur right but for leopards there are the spots which are actually called as rosettes because they are rose shaped and for jaguars there are both rosettes and spots on its body but there is a distinct feature which makes that cheetah looks different from these leopards and jaguars there is a black line that connects the eyes of that cheetah to its mouth which actually adds an extra beauty to that cheetah in this way we can easily identify that cat species to which it belongs to i hope that next time when you found one of these three cat species you can easily identify it right so now let's talk about these tigers and lions in india there are the lions that are restricted to this gir forest in gujarat the lions that are existing in that forest are asiatic lions asiatic lions are the world famous lions where there are only exist in india all over the asia and coming to these tigers tigers right now in india are abundant in number we can see these tigers everywhere in the forests and national parks that are exist in india the highest number of tigers that are exists in the state of madhya pradesh and we can also see these tigers in karnataka kerala and in many parts of our country like northeastern states and even in the jinkalbet national park uttarakhand and in himachal pradesh but the most famous tiger is the bengal tiger which is famous all over the world there are also many other subspecies in these tigers which exist in indian forests this is all just for an out of view of the big cat species that exist in india now let's get into the lifestyle of these big cat species i think every living thing that is existing on this planet have a certain lifestyle we humans do have a lifestyle right but nowadays our lifestyle of one individual to the other individual is totally different maybe because of this technological era but before at the initial stages of every human we have that basic lifestyle where a human finds the basic needs of his or her life is food clothing and shelter right this is the same case in the big cat species as well 
their only lifestyle for their entire life is to search for their food by hunting and getting its prey and to establish their territories for their shelter it is not that much easy for a big cat to hunt and get its prey there are many other animals in the jungle which exploit that big cat which is going to hunt an animal those animals like langurs and deers they're going to make the alarm calls which indicate that there is a big cat in the vicinity which make all the other animals to get alert in this way all these animals make that difficult to that big cat to find its prey but when a big cat really focuses to hunt it just hides and wait for the moment when the moment comes it just attacks and that attack is never going to go in vain for sure it is going to get its delicious food for the day this is how the big cats are going to survive in the forest by hunting and later when they get their food they just have that delicious food and they start roaming all the places in the forest when they find the place they like they just indicate their territory if that territory is not occupied by any other big cat then these big cats are going to occupy that territory by releasing some pheromones actually these pheromones are a type of chemical substances that are released by the big cats in their urine or their excretas which indicates or which gives a signals to the other big cats of the same species or maybe even to the different big cat species through these pheromones these big cats are going to indicate two things the first one was that this territory is occupied by them and the second thing was that they are ready to mate once when the big cat establish its territory they start finding its mate to reproduce when they find its mate they start reproducing their litter of cubs in big cats male ones doesn't have any role in raising their litter of cubs when they produce their litter of cubs this male one make sure that it has their own litter of cubs and it just go away to find its another mate then this female big cat start taking care of these cubs this female keeps its cubs for nearly 2 to 3 years old even though these cubs got that ability to hunt their own prey and to establish their territories now when these cubs have been the adults these cubs are expelled by the female big cats now the journey of these cubs 
starts in search of the food and establishing their territory. This has been a cycle every time that they're gonna hunt for their prey and they're gonna establish their territory and they start reproducing and passing their legacy to their cubs. This process involves many struggles and battles over their lifetime. The strongest one wins and the weakest one loses. This is a natural phenomenon, right? This lifestyle is gonna be the same for every big cat. But for lions, there is a little bit of difference. All the big cats except lions are the solitary animals. Solitary means they are, I mean, they can live individually. But these lions are the sociable animals where they always live in the groups. And that group is called as a pride. This pride actually consists of the group of lions in number, for example, there may be lions from 2 to 20 in number, where they consist of an alpha male, which is called the king lion, along with 3 to 4 lionesses and their cubs. And sometimes even a pride consists of 2 to 3 alpha male king lions, where they have a good number of lionesses with a very large number of cubs. The same thing happens here as well in this pride too, that these lionesses go on hunting for their prey to feed their whole prey. And in this pride, the lion king doesn't do any work as the real king has this quality where we see that kings doesn't do any work and collect the taxes from the people and protect their people from the invaders, right? This is what actually a king lion is gonna do for its pride. It also gonna collect taxes in the form of the large share from the prey that has brought by the lionesses. And then it protects its family members in its pride from the invaders, that is from the other male lion kings that intrudes into its territory. When a, another, another male lion intrudes into their territory, that involves a battle where all the lionesses give support to that alpha male lion. And if that male lion wins, then it is gonna stay with its pride and if it's loose it is gonna get out from that pride and even it's from its territory then the new male alpha line is gonna lead that whole pride this is a lifestyle of these lions now here comes the most interesting things about these big cats you might have heard the names of these famous tigers like in India, the famous tigers, tigress is the Machli from Ranthambore National Park and Solo from Bandavgarh and this black leopard named Saya from Kabini, right? And there are many more other big cats that are named 
which we have seen in the documentaries that came in National Geographic channel. But have you ever wondered that how these big cats are named and identified every time that one see them with their names? For the people who don't know about naming these tigers or any other big cats, it was like all the big cats look similar, right? If you see the tiger species, all the tigers look alike. And if you see the leopards, all the leopards look alike. When you name a particular big cat and identify that with its name whenever you see that particular big cat. How this is possible? Like we humans have our unique identity, these big cat species also have their unique identity. It may not be able to e see or it may not be able to easily identify them. But we can identify if we get to know what they are. For tigers, it was their stripes which are unique. Like we humans have our own fingerprints. Their body stripes may look similar, but the stripes on the face of a tiger is definitely unique and you find it different from one tiger to the another tiger. In this way, one can easily identify a particular tiger. And coming to these leopards and lions, the spots on their face, where we can see that hair on their face, these spots are very unique in number and in the arrangement as well. Through this, these leopards and lions are identified. And for the lions, it is possible to identify with its mane as well. Mane is a hair structure around its neck, which is also similar to the crown of a king. Of course, it looks similar for some lions, but it is possible to identify with that mane as well. By now, you might have got this question that who will give the names to these big cats, right? Mostly the names of these uh, big cats are given by the forest departments just to track these big cats in part of the conservation of these big cats. And sometimes the names of these big cats were also given by the wildlife photographers who document the lifestyle of these big cats. But as someone said that every coin has two sides, naming these big cats has also its pros and cons. Let's see that now. When a tiger is named, it definitely caught the attention of the tourists. So it helps in the growth of tourism in that particular area. But what about the other tigers, other individual tigers? Those were left alone. And to the forest departments, the tiger which were named, those were very easy to track them and identify them when they were not seen in that particular area for a few days. So they might have this idea of this poaching in that particular area and they can be controlled very easily. 
but at the same time the tigers which are not named or not gained more popularity there have a risk of poaching for these tigers as well so in this case it has its own advantages and disadvantages of naming these tigers these names are just for us for human beings who are looking at them but for them they don't have any names and even they don't know their own names that we are calling it by them right how silly it is and the final thing that i wanted to talk about is the most controversial topic that we were hearing from our childhood that tiger is a national animal of india and lion is the king of the jungle but i have always this doubt in my mind that when tiger is a national animal of india why not that tiger be the king of the jungle and when that lion is considered as the king of the jungle in india why not that lion is considered as a national animal of india i really don't have a very perfect answer to this but i have some answers that are satisfying i'll just share them with you right now previously till 1972 lion has been the national animal of india how many of you know that our former prime minister indira gandhi changed this title or the status of the national animal of india from lion to the tiger at that time this lion is restricted to this gir forest and the tiger has been seen all over india so thus thus the status has been changed from lion to the tiger as the national animal of india but the people who love this tigers they always say that this tiger is the king of the jungle because they have their own theories that this lion actually doesn't live in the forest they actually live in the grasslands but yes this tiger is considered as a king of the jungle in some parts of the world but not in india maybe because of that royalty look that this lion shows and that confidence that this lion possess made this lion as a king of the jungle the title king to that lion actually comes from its traits that the lion possess the traits of the king as i said earlier the king have that traits that the king doesn't do any work and collect the taxes from the people and protects their people right from the invaders that is the actual quality that the lion king is also doing for its pride maybe for this reason that lion is said as the king of the jungle and from 1973 this tiger has been called as a national animal of india where the government also started a tiger conservation project in the name of project tiger which is a huge success and now the result we have seen that there are tigers are abundant in number in india
I hope that this episode gives you a little bit clarity about these big cats, right? I'm glad if this do. Finally, everyone has a story. Not everyone. Every living being in this world or in this planet have a story to say. But it takes something to live that story and to let other people to know about that story. Thank you.